faster than a speeding bullet, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this wop doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. I got my co-host Ann in the house. Happy Friday. We can't kick it yet. You know why? It's not seven. We don't have one person in this damn room. Oh, interesting. And it's the holiday. Too much turkey, huh? That's what it is. They're all, what is it that, that uh, you have when you get real sleepy from the turkey? I don't know. And then the day after is, you know, is when it's really delicious. So. You know why? Because the subject matter, I turned it into health. Yeah. The health section. The health. Oh, <laughs> you're in the health section? Interesting. Yeah. Instead of uh, news. Interesting. I don't know. You have to record a whole new group of uh, listeners, I suppose. I don't know. Ain't nobody jumping in. <laughs> well, we could talk. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna play the song once someone comes in. But today's show is a bit different than our normal show because we are usually talking about politics. Sure. And just to mention quickly, they are freeing some of the hostages. Well, and that in and of itself has some health issues, but mental and just otherwise, you know? Yeah. People that are coming out here after living in a tunnel, who really knows um, you know, what kind of shape they're in or how they're doing. And they're smart by only releasing, what, 13 people? They're going to play this game constantly. And then you have that idiot president, Joe Biden. We're going to play the game until they're ready to take on Let's kick it, people! Yep, again. Oh, how you feel, brother? Feeling good. You feel good? Feeling good. Play so much bone, brother. How you feel, man? I feel all right. I'll call your name. I don't want no people to know you're in here. How you feel, brother? Yeah, yeah. Eric and Niz are in the house. Look at him! Ah. We're going to have a bunk. Zach is in the house. Gotta take you high. You look tonight. Welcome to my studio. You gotta wait for my horns. You gotta hear my horns in this song. And then I wanna wave you and go and do that with this now. All right. I'm gonna get that fella with the little horn over there. You got a giant horn on me. Brad, can you take us higher? Here it comes.
That's some good horns. Yes, I know. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. And I know you all ate a lot of food. And to you too, Eric. Welcome. Yes, Eric. Everyone in here. I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. I cooked up a storm. Well, we did something inventive this, this time that turned out fantastic. Was That's there? right. We went and bought a well, we turkey. Yeah. We had a turkey. Yeah, yeah. We had a spiraled cooked ham. Yes. And what we did was we put it in our outside grill and we let it cook for how many hours? Smoked it really for two and a half hours. Yeah, for yeah. about two and a half hours. Yeah. Man, did that ham taste good. That's because this swap can cook. <laughs> Look for him on YouTube. Robbery. Robbery from Guyana is in the house. This swap can cook on YouTube. Check him out. Yes. And now listen, starting January 1st, mm -hmm. I and have been creating a go- fund me page oh. i haven't put this page out yet and i'm going to do it the first show in january all right and also i'm going to look for sponsors and i think i think for the past year we've been help i've been helping Brabre out Brabre and his family from guiana sure and I want you guys to see about his story. I'm going to put this out in the first show in January. And I hope you guys can spread this around and ask anyone to donate anything. Mm -hmm. And Sunday is Robbery's birthday. Right away. Oh. All right. Yeah. Robbery, how old are you going to be? I'm gonna get 24 it. years oh, old. Just getting started. Just starting out. Just getting started. Yeah, yeah. So what my main goal is here is to get robbery over here to the United States and and have him try to live out his dream. They have some wonderful community colleges here for a CNA. Yes. He wants to be a CNA and eventually become a nurse. Sure. So the community colleges are really fantastic yep. in our area. And High quality and inexpensive. Eric wrote that uh, Robbery shares a birthday with Eric's cousin, Robin. Oh, how wonderful. That is nice. God bless. That's nice. Well, speaking of the hostages, they're going to need care like Robbie will someday be able to give. They have a lot of lot of uh, healing on, ahead of them, both physically and yeah. mentally, yep. Yep, psychologically. Eric also wrote that his aunt... Teresa turns 55 years old today. Oh, well, happy birthday. That's Teresa. nice. That's very nice. That's nice. So maybe uh, my birthday wish will come true in August of next year. Oh, no, let's stop. Because okay. I, want, I want to get robbery over here uh -huh. by my birthday yeah, in August. That seems possible. That's my goal Great. to do well. and help this young man live his dream. Let me tell you something. I, 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 I read this beautiful saying, and it sticks in my mind all the time. Mm -hmm. No amount, I've said it before, no amount of prayer yes. can do what for others can do for each other. Uh -huh. yes. So in other words, you, you really need to get out there and help somebody. Yep. And this would be my goal is to help this young man realize 
his dream. And help his family. And, and, and his family him, also. And inspire others. So I've been helping him all I can for the, I think it's almost a year mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So now my goal is to get him over here, yeah. set him up in an apartment. Or, or a dorm. Well, yep, and help him get his CNA license. Work on that. Raccoons in the house. Before. Zach, do you have any Thanksgiving music for us today? Yeah, before we get into the subject Some here. Turkey music, maybe. Of beware of doctors. Yes. <laughs> your Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Mine, mine was good. What, what mine did you have? I went to Crackle Barrel. Oh. You'll be happy to know, Zach, that the wife we're, we're, cooked his ham in yep. here. Yeah, I saw, I saw some pictures on there. Hey, Zach, but, while you were there, let me ask you, did you see any crackers? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Your cracker? Oh, a lot of crackers oh. in Cracker Barrel. We have a Cracker Barrel. There was this one Ginger Billy did. Was it? Uh, Oh, what? He did a little video on uh, YouTube uh -oh. of him and his uh, friend, his friend's yeah. black. Yeah. He took him to Cracker Barrel, right? Uh-huh. And he goes, how do you feel going, going to a Cracker Barrel full of crackers? <laughs> and then what did, what then did you the look when they're in there, they're sitting at the table. And the look on his black friend's face is like, and then he then he says to him, "I told you this was a cracker barrel." Cracker barrel. <laughs> what did you eat at Cracker Barrel? What did you have? I had meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> he didn't even get turkey. You know, I think that Thanksgiving, believe it or not, has, is a little weightier here in New England because not that the story's true, but it's all about how we, you know, massacred and and. Gave diseases to and really yeah. annihilated the um, indigenous uh, American population, but uh, I get the feeling that, that uh, New England Thanksgiving is a little more meaningful. That might be in other parts, just from the tradition point of view. They weren't serving horse penis there, were they? Stop it! it, <laughs> it at your Cracker Barrel, do they have um, rocking chairs out on the front porch? Uh, I think. You think you didn't sit, sit in those? Yeah. And they have a little general store, like with, you know, like penny candy. Oh, they have a store, all right. Yeah. Which buys the I, store? I actually, bought a, I actually bought a little vinyl record. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. The only thing about that is, how about the poor people well, who had a holiday? Did you give them a good I, they, uh They bought a record that I bought, though. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, classic country gold. Oh. Oh, that's good. Speaking of which, I saw, did you guys see Dolly Parton with the Dallas uh, Cowboy Cheerleaders? No. Dolly Parton, I don't know how old she is. I'm guessing her middle 70s. Holy God, did she look fantastic. I think she's 80. And she had on the, the shorts and the bra and uh, you know some kind of netting over her stomach and legs. She looked fantastic. She, she's in her, her high 80s. I think she's 86 or 87. You know what? She's the same age as my mother. She's up there in that age, around that age. She's 77 she, years old. She looks she look like she's 20. Yep. She was born January 19th, 1946. Check around her picture with the Dallas Cowboys. She, she looks like, Felix, she looks like she's in her 20s. Yeah. Yeah, but she's, uh, her, her tits are fake without hey, a take doubt. Take a look at the picture. Just, just They're put fake. In, put in oh, dark. I knew that. I think she should pose naked. Oh. 
I think she should. What for? Why? Because I want to see what she looks you know like. What? She's married. You know what? What? Be honest. What? She looks damn good. Yep. For 77 years old, she looks like she's in her 20s. Mm, I hit that. I'd have to see her naked, though, to judge, make a judgment. Hey, I'd hit that. You think she shaved down there or she bald? Well, take a <laughs> A lot of a lot of her's fake. Her wig. She wears a wig. Yeah, wears her tits have to be fake. No one has big tits. Uh, I don't really know anything about that. Jerry. I don't know. What's her husband look like? You never see him. He's not involved. Let me let me Google him. He's always in the background. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to get involved. But they've been married for a friggin' ever. <coughs> really cool. Let's see what he looks like. What, what does it matter what he looks like? He's a, he's sixteen years old. No, that's that's a nineteen. <laughs> Wait a minute. His name is Carl Thompson Dean. Carl Dean. They've been together 60 years. Yeah, yeah I'm telling you, forever. Because he's Holy not, shit. He's Look at him when they were young. <laughs> Cute. Oh, he's nice looking. She didn't have big tits like that when she was first with him. No. He's, he's a trapped person. Well, that, that, was, that was part of getting her into the music industry. They bloomed her, her tits up. Oh, he's handsome now, she too. The, uh, she was with the Porter Wagner show in the 60s. I remember uh -huh. seeing her as a kid, and one day she's normal. The next time I seen her on the show, she was huge. <laughs> yes. Because I was only about. Eric Roche, she's not a. I was only about 10 years old then. <laughs> Eric Roche, she's not a natural blonde. No, she wears no. wigs. She's famous for her wigs. She's probably bullheaded. Um, I don't remember I've ever seen a picture with her out um, with her. You know, I, I, I'm I not in that, health, that so. much into uh, country music. There's only a few major, like, big-time country stars I, you know, I would listen to. Really? I can't I'm not into it. I can see you listening I, to You it. know what? I, I, I get tired of hearing Pete country music talking about. What? It's always something dies. fucking sad. Yeah, yeah, their dog like, died. The their dog truck ain't working. Yeah. The wife left them. Their, their hey, wife is a hey, trans Felix? Wife. Hey, that's what makes hey. it good. But hey, you Felix? Know yeah. Felix, you, do you know what you, you get when you sing country music backwards? What do you get? You get your dog alive again, your car back, your wife back, and your house back. <laughs> I did like Johnny Cash. Oh, he, he was kind of I like I like some of his songs. That's a really sad thing. Yeah. And a couple of other country singers. I can't yeah. remember Charlie their name. Charlie Daniels was fun. I used to go to his Charlie concerts. Daniels was a cool he was guy. He a lot of fun. Dude. His concerts were really fun, really fun. But, you know, I, I really wasn't into that. How about, uh, what's the guy with the long braid? Like, was the, new the IRS? And who's that big fat dude that has all the tattoos on his yeah, face? I don't know. I what the hell is his name? Zach, do you know who it is? He's got tattoos everywhere. got a cross. He's a big fat guy. Yeah. He looks like he weighs about 400 fucking pounds. I don't, I don't remember his name. I, don't think I, I have tell. no idea. I, for, I don't remember his name. Well, let's get back to the subject here because we got a lot. We got over 1,300 people listening. Mm -hmm. Talking about health. I'm going to tell you guys what happened to me. Now, you got to beware. When you go to a doctor today uh -huh. in this day and age, sure, sure. you have to be your own doctor. Right. Because these these doctors will kill you. They will kill you, believe me. And let me tell you what happened to me. I suffer all my life with uh, vertigo. Mm -hmm. 
and vertigo is sometimes like you you get it so bad where you can't even walk out of bed you'll fall down you go you try to walk straight and you can't you walk like you're drunk yeah so i've been i've been suffering with this since i was a teenager and it comes on and off i i I can't take the medicine the doctors want to give me, which is meclizine or anavert. Uh-huh. I can't take that because it makes me feel like I'm fucking drunk. Plus, you have heart issues. Yeah. Plus, I have other issues so that I can't take that particular medication. So, recently, I had a, a, a really bad bout with this vertigo. So, I call my medical doctor and she refers me to an ear, nose, and throat specialist right right eric said it all when you have when you're experienced, i already, know, it's, I already you, know where you're going with that I've, I've seen it before in the hospital and they're working yeah wards. well let me tell you what happened eric said it all he wrote down when you have vertigo it feels like you're walking in quicksand right and it does yep what happened was i go to this ear nose and throat specialist Young Chinese guy. Yeah, very, very. He seemed very intelligent. So he did some tests with me, and the tests which it, which he was performing on me, were the same tests that this doctor. He's long dead. His name was Duvall, Doctor Duvall. He was way ahead of his time. How many years ago? Fifty. Fit over fifty years ago. Okay. And what he, you know, he bent my head over the gurney, like I call it a gurney, but whatever they sit you in. Slap you on. Yeah. Yep. And he bent my head over and he says, turn your head to the left and I'm going to lift your head up right away. And I want to look in your eyes. So why they're looking in your eyes, they're seeing if your pupils are dilating while you're getting dizzy. So anyhow, make a long story short. He did that. He says, yep, yep, yep. You have vertigo. He goes, but what I think you have, I think you have this rare type of vertigo where these two bones that are inside your ear, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe they're touching each other. So I'm going to have you come That's back. Results of maybe a bar fight you might have been in. Or it could have like been that. one of many. Uh, I I went back and got an trauma. M. I went back and got an MRI. Yeah. Right. So I get this MRI. I had to wait a month just to get the MRI. So this is like the third visit now to the doctor and wait till you hear what happened at the end. So I go get the MRI. I wait another month because they're all booked up. He sees me and he showed me the MRI on the computer. And he said to me, Felix, you know what? I I don't think you have this type of uh, rare disorder. It doesn't look like it on the MRI. I could say you do not have it. He says, there's one test left that I want you to get. And I said, well, doc, and I already knew what it was because I've been through this for over 50 years. Never had this particular test one. But he says, we're going to put these goggles on you and we're going to bend your head over the table and all that shit and make you dizzy. And these goggles are going to determine, besides the goggles, they're going to put a thing in my ear where they push in hot air and warm air. And we're going to make you dizzy. So I said, okay, doc, let's say you do that and everything comes back positive. So what, what happens then? 
He goes, well, you, you, you're going to go for physical therapy, <laughs> really. But listen to this. This is the kicker to the whole thing. And I had Ann with me. This is the kicker. I'm sitting in this man's office for a fourth time, right? $45 to $45 from my copay every time I go there. He turns to me and says, Felix, you know, I, I am an ear, nose, and throat specialist, but my specialty is sinus. And I, I just looked at him and I looked at Ann like I just, my fucking teeth came out of my head. <laughs> I, I said to myself, what the fuck am I doing here? What the fuck? Oh, you know, you know what you're doing there. Why the fuck did you even take me for a fourth fucking time? What about the money. A fourth fucking time. Money, just to hear your stupid ass tell me your specialty isn't my fucking ears. Who wants money? Hi, Zona. And, and in the beginning, he made like he knew everything. Oh, we're going to fix you. Yeah, you fixed me all right. Did you give me a jar of Vaseline on the way out the door? Hi, Jonah. Or, or, or are you going to kiss me before you fuck me? Welcome, Joe. Sorry you had to hear that. That's a start. I, I just couldn't believe what this jackass said to me. Because it's all about the money. It's nothing to do with you. You're absolutely right. Right. And that's why people out there, when you go to the doctor, you better better analyze everything this man's going to give you. Or money. And now I got I got another thing to tell you, another thing. I have a, I've had a heart condition since I was 17 years old, you know. And I did I did it. No, it was some other reason. What was the other reason? I OD. Okay. Okay. So I'm taking these med this, these pills that that slow my heart rate down, and it also it's a beta blocker pill, right? It's not a heavy drug or anything. So I used to be on 60 milligrams for years a day. So I go, I go to this new heart doctor since we moved in Trumbull. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know what? Because uh, 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 I'm getting extra heartbeats like, you know, da da boom, pop pop boom, pop pop boom. Blurps. Some blurps. So and I can feel everything. Some patients cannot feel nothing. He turns around and says to me, you know, you're taking 120 milligrams now for the past two years that I have you on it. I believe that if I give you 180, that this will stop your extra beats and you'll be fine. You know what? I am so lucky I didn't take that medication. Because I'll tell you why. Not, a, not even a fucking week later after he put me on the, the 120, my heart rate was dropping to 48, 47. You know what that is, right? Not good. Not Th that good. ain't a good thing. And if I looked at one, one uh, 80 or whatever he wanted to get, 180, it would have killed me. It would have. And now I'm back to 60 because my heart rate was dropping so low. I was on death's door. Well, to, to be fair, though, yep. you have, you're on a new lifestyle. So things are yeah, different. I have a different lifestyle now. I do more. I'm more active. But let me tell you something. If I, some old people would just go there. Yeah, yeah, give me the pills. Give me the pills, doctor. Okay. Sure. And go home and just take them like a, like a fucking sheep, like a jackass. Maybe dead. And, and they would be dead. 
Sure. So if I took one of those pills, just one, I would have died. Yeah. So how does that work? I don't know. That's why. You have to be your own. That's why. Yeah, go ahead. Felix, I'll tell you why. Okay, treatments last forever. Cures only last for a month or two. (laughs) You know, they can't make, there's no profit in cures. And, and. The modern medical industry said that many times there's no profit in cures. That's why they stopped homeopathic medicine and all the other stuff. For a long yeah. time, you couldn't even see a chiropractor because they were illegal here in the United States. Some of them did it behind the curtain. But they did not yeah. want you to be well. They they thrive on everybody being sick and of course. tests and all this other and talked into taking medications and stuff. It's a racket. It is. It is. And and that's why everyone out there that listening to this that goes to a doctor, they've got to be their own doctor before. Just don't take anything the guy gives you. Second opinions count. You better you better research it and see what it does. And if you're taking anything else, you better research that and see if the two medicines collide with each other that can kill you. Sure. And it's out there, believe me. Something people have to to remember to do, if you get a box of medicine, uh, your pills come in a box. Yep. Read the stupid insert. Exactly. That MSD will tell you exactly what it does because doctors do not do research on what they're giving you. They're only told what they're going to give you. And if you were on a medication, they decided that they won't make it no more. And the doctor said, well, I have to put you on this medication now because this is no longer available. Yep. What's the, what's your, the uh, contraindications to it? Well, uh, there's a couple here and, and, you know, he thins them off the top of his head. But when you get that MSD, you look at it, there's like maybe two, maybe 50 contraindications for it. And it also in, it also gets worse when you look at it. It says that you're not supposed to eat certain kinds of food or drink because those aggravate. Like, you know, painkillers, everybody knows you drink a beer with painkiller. It doesn't feel too bad, but you drink a couple mixed drinks of liquor and it'll throw you to the floor. Yep. Yeah. You have to watch what you're doing because if you don't, you're back in the hospital and they'll give you another medication even though your symptoms wear out because of what you ate is now out of your body. Exactly. Through your system. They'll give you another medication and charge you twice as much as what you were taking before. Exactly. And they will. I'll give you another <coughs> I'll give you another incident that happened to me. Hello, Akusha. Welcome. Seventeen oh, on how they fuck you. You're right. Hey, hey uh, Felix. Felix, yeah. I had to I had to say something about what Nitz just put down there. She said pharmacologists or pharmacists know how to advise about medications. Some do, some won't. Because they're only selling the medications and they might advise you or they might not. Mm-hmm. We had this yeah. crap going on for the last three years where you go in and say, well, okay, what am I, how many am I supposed to take? Well, it's on the, the bottle. Yeah. What's the indications? Is there anything I need to look out for? Well, and sometimes the they don't even put you. it on the bottle. Well, yeah. they, they can't put it all on the bottle. 
Shit, Plus, they don't want wrapped up in tape. <laughs> they don't want to get sued either. They don't want to scare no, you away. They're just there to they're just there to sell you medication. Of some of them will say, "I need to know what some of these are," but no, no pharmacist knows every drug. I agree. You yeah. have to say, well, "Let me go do a little research." I'll be back in a minute. Okay, yep. Those are the ones that might tell you what it is, or you might just blow you off and be doing something else in the back. Who knows? Welcome but to the ones that tell you what you need to know about it will tell you the others, they don't care. No. And they just recently cracked down on on uh, a lot of uh, doctors that were uh, just giving out like Opana and uh, all other types of heavy, heavy narcotics. Yeah. And, it, and, and they started cracking down on them, and rightfully so, because you take these pills two or three times and you're hooked on them. It, I was it, under the I I was under the clonazepam, yeah, and the the morphine and stuff because they wouldn't work on me until I found a civilian doctor who could fix it and get me off the painkillers. But yep. the doctors kept pushing it, pushing it for ten freaking years. I was on painkillers. There you go. It was nothing more than furniture. Yeah, and that wow. l- let me tell you. What happened to me when I was 17 and, you know, I, I, I was messing around and I'm in the hospital. I spent three months in the hospital. And then my doctor, who I was working for, uh, he owned like six or seven houses in town. Mm-hmm. And I was doing the upkeep to these houses for him. Sure. So when I left the hospital, he called me in the office and he said, you know, anytime you feel anxious. Now, here I'm a 17 year old kid. He said, anytime you feel anxious you for, for, yeah, I weighed about 130. Yeah. Anytime you feel anxious, you know, because of what happened to you, because I died, actually, they brought me back. He said, uh, you take one of these uh, Valiums. Well, he had him in a mason jar. So he, he goes, and you don't even have to go to the drugstore because I have him in a mayonnaise jar on my jar desk, desk. Nice. in the back room. Yep. So I started, he goes, I said, Doc, how many of these should I take? He says, well, start off with like two or three a day, and this will make you feel nice. So, you know, I listened to him. I'm a 17-year-old kid. So I took two or three, and it went from two or three to four to five, five to six, seven to eight. And the last couple of years, out of an eight-year stretch, I was snorting them. And this doctor was giving these pills to me like they were candy. How old was he? He was near 90. Oh, oh so it's old school. Old yeah. Old school. And he's known me since I was a little baby. Yep. And when I came off these pills, one day I said to myself, you know what? I'm not, I'm not taking these no more because I couldn't drive my car. And I just threw them out. And I never was hooked on any other kind of drugs and I, the withdrawal to these Valiums, oh, my God. I never experienced. I, I went down the 96 pounds. And let me tell you something. Everything I touched with my hands or my feet, it felt like I was grabbing a pricker bush and squeezing it. Anything I touched, it could be cotton. I could have touched a piece of cotton and my nerve endings were gone. The second day I I stopped these pills, I went into convulsions. The ambulance came to my house. Lucky they did. 
and got me to the hospital because I was near death. Sure. And they, I don't know what they gave me yeah, something to at the hospital, yeah. but my Morgan. whole, probably, yeah, probably my whole body relaxed. Yeah. And, and then they let me out a couple of days later and they give me four pills. <laughs> they said, you got to take these four pills in place of all these Valiums you've been taking for the last eight years. And you know what I did with those four pills? I threw them in the toilet. And the, the two weeks I went through, I can't even describe. I cannot. I, I actually, in those two weeks, lost my identity. It's kind of hard for anyone to understand that. But I'm assuming anyone who went through a withdrawal like with heroin or Valium, know what I'm talking about. I, I didn't know who the fuck I was. And when you lose that, yeah, you 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 ain't got nothing. All's lost. And <laughs> let me tell you, as hey, hey, as hey, time Felix. wait a minute, as time went by, like a month later, two months later, mm-hmm. I was a totally different man. Uh-huh. Go, ahead. Go ahead. I drove 250 miles after I took it. One of my uh, morphine pills for pain. Yeah. 250 miles. And I don't remember getting off the interstate. Oh, man. I ended up in a truck stop when I woke up behind the wheel. Engine shut off. Car in park. I had to walk in the truck stop and ask him where the hell I was. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Hello to Izzy. Welcome to our studio. Oh man, I went through mountainous, went through mountainous terrain too. Unreal. It's it's, it's it's a wonder I didn't drive off the damn side of a mountain somewhere. You're lucky. On or you're lucky on the highway the yep. direction. You're lucky. Yeah. And, and can you imagine? I went when I went into convulsions. Right when I stopped cold turkey, these pills the doctor gave me. I went to the same hospital where he worked. And did you know? The doctors in the emergency room said you should sue him. Well, somebody should and, stop him. Before I sued him, he died. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> he dropped dead. That's my luck. Uh, was he on Valium? No. He was like 91 or 92 well, years old. Was he on Valium? You know, I actually liked the guy. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I liked him at the time. Well, I have a much less dramatic story. What happened? Crashed my leg in a- <laughs> hospital i started refusing to take the painkiller and the iron pills you're smart so a doctor came in we had to have a consult on the reasons why i was uh refusing why medication you didn't want to get hooked right yeah it was a mental evaluation that you were trying yeah. to force me to take them i had to sign he them. still wanted you to take them I had to sign release just forms. like raccoon said it's a it's a yeah I that's have, how they make their living I had to sign release form saying i understand i'm not going to take it but tylenol what I need, actually, I need. I get by. And what did they give you? Oxycotton? It, I don't. I don't even know the name. I think that's what it the was. The were so long; it was unbelievable. Yeah. And they don't give a damn. You get hooked on it. They don't yeah. care. Well, they're no. probably five hundred dollars a pill, and that's how they're making their money in the hospital. I don't know. The thing you have to also remember is a lot of doctors out there are quacks and only in it for the money. They don't care how many people they kill. That's right. That's right. Malpractice. Malpractice is one of the leading cause of death in the United States. I believe it. And I'll bet you a lot goes untold, too. Oh, oh yeah. Those are dead. They can't talk about it. Eric, have you had any bad experiences like that? I, I think um, the only 
thing I'm allergic to, like I mentioned in chat, is coding because it really just makes me real nauseous where I'm vomiting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm allergic to coding also. And um, I had had it when I had my wisdom teeth out a lifetime ago. And I went into convulsions. My, I, my mother had to take me to the hospital. Well, coding is a controlled substance, too, I believe. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what, tell us about. More tap, too. Codeine is actually made from they gone cocaine. Yep. Terrible. That was really a frightening thing. Yeah. Zach, tell us about veterinarians where you work. Uh, With all the horse deaths all over the place, Saratoga, everywhere, there's racehorses dying everywhere. But his horse is I don't know much about what the vet, vets do too much. No. Oh, your horses are okay where you work? Well, his horses, your, your horses are not um, race horses, are they? I've had a few that, that have colic before and died from it, but. He had what? We've had a few horses that colic and died, have died from it, and few survive. Huh. There's a big uh, controversy going down uh, here, like um, in Long Island, in Saratoga Springs, New York. Horses, race horses, they're dropping dead from all the stuff they're injecting them with. Yeah, because they're they're killing them. They're giving them heart attacks. Those horses are worth, you know, what tens of thousands of dollars. That's not right. No, that's not right. It's, it's yeah. just like it's just like they do with it with athletes that take uh, all these other injections for no, performance. I, yeah. Those people gives that them are freaking heart attack. Uh, those people that are injecting those horses with shit and that's killing them. Yeah. If I ever come around one of those motherfuckers, I'm going to fucking shoot him. <laughs> if, if not, I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. The horse can't say no, you know? I mean, yeah, it's they, they stabbed him with a day gone uh, ass kicked. Hey, yep. Exactly. Hey, just repeatedly stab him with a manure rake. <laughs> you don't hit him in a vital you kill, yeah if you don't kill him right off he'll die from a massive shit infection yep <laughs> or send him to no. send him to mr ed he'll take care of him oh, actually i'll stab him right where he can't have kids anymore sounds like you're suggesting zach that you would put their <laughs> jewels back up into their neck their family jewels at that <laughs> Yeah. Now, hey, depending on what pitchfork it is, it might slice it right off. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and now one they can, they can bleed out or die from uh, infection from horse manure. One other incident I had. <laughs> oh, no. You would think I had enough by now. Well. One time I I went <laughs> I was driven I went to the hospital. I had a severe pain in my right side. Mm -hmm. So I get there mm -hmm. and they, you know, they took blood out of me. And then this, this oh, surgeon right. came over. His name was Dr. Hillis. Uh -huh. He was supposed to be the top, you know, they all say, I'm, you know, you, you're going to see the top surgeon in the state of Connecticut. You're a fucking ass well, lion, lion pieces of shit. They get paid the most. Yeah. yeah. So he comes over to me, he's pressing on my right hand side a little lower there near my stomach. And he says, I got to get you up to the operating room. Got to remove your appendix. Oh. So I said, really, doc, are you sure? He goes, yes, it's your appendix. So they're prepping me to go up to the uh, operating room. Yeah. The nurse comes running in and says, it's not his appendix. Oh, he has food poisoning. Oh. 
And imagine oh, this <laughs> cut my fuck. Lucky it wasn't my nuts. You don't need your appendix. He's going to cut my nuts. appendix out. And they asked me where I ate. I says I ate in Porchester, New York. Uh-oh. I had a hot dog from a hot dog stand. Yeah. And they said we have food poisoning from that hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Imagine God. Imagine they were going to cut my appendix out. You don't need it anyway. Yeah. Well, what happens if it was my nuts? Well, well oh, Jesus. It saved you. And then, oh, no, not the nuts. <laughs> not my nuts. You know, you know, Felix, there's a lot of people going for surgeries and they mix up the day gone diagnosis or they mix up the patients. Of course. And there's a guy who went in to have his right wrist. Uh, reconnected. He had busted his wrist really bad. He's going in for operation on that. Yep. He wakes <laughs> up in recovery room and he's missing his left leg. Oh, Holy God. shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a lawsuit that is. That's more than that. It was a lawsuit, but you can't reattach the leg once they throw it in the dumpster. Oh. Raccoon, don't they normally write on your body where you know what needs work needs to be done? I remember when I went for uh, my surgery. They Some were places all- they don't pay attention to the writing on them. <laughs> I've seen the book, I mean, and I'm know, not. Gonna- that makes them look. That makes them look like a dumbass. Yep. Yeah. I've seen the book once. I'm not going to mention what hospital. I don't want to get sued. Okay. But I seen this book, and it was book a book of botched up. Yeah, operations that this that this this particular hospital committed. They left scissors in someone's stomach. Sure, tiny pairs of scissors. Yeah, and then there's nothing for them to leave a four by four in your stomach either. (laughs) And then they showed other photos of strange things they had to remove from people's bodies and this gay yeah. couple came in oh, these two men okay. Here we go. and this you guy had a teaspoon shoved up his ass and they, <laughs> what the and they couldn't get it out i've heard of a bottle brush but i thought know. and another guy had a gerbil in his asshole yeah, that's a, a thing what the fuck? how did he get hey, a- oh, hey felix yeah. felix i was working at uh, er Uh-oh. and uh, we had a guy come in what do you have they, they brought him in by ambulance. He was going through terrific pain. And the doctor says, get get a portable x-ray down here. So they got an x-ray of it. He looks at it. I, I seen the x-ray. This guy had a vibrator stuck up his ass. <laughs> okay, well, well, hold on. It gets better. It gets better. The doctor looks at him and says, you want me to remove it or just change the batteries? <laughs> <laughs> and he said ah! <laughs> he, he, he was pretty much screaming the whole time <laughs> this is what he actually said <laughs> he, probably, he, he was probably mumbling oh yeah <laughs> yeah grab it doctor grab it how did that happen really think about it well what I want to know is I mean how do you shove a live gerbil up your ass? It, it runs up. That was a big thing in the 60s. People yeah. have done that with, with mice and rabbits and baby <laughs> bunnies, you know, and, and gerbils. It's like, what the hell are you people thinking? It would have been. Gonna, that thing's going to claw around for four or five minutes oh. before it dies in you. Yeah, it yeah, don't tell me someone had a horse in their ass. Oh, Felix. That yeah. reminds me of an episode on South Park where uh, 
Mr. Garrison uh, shoves a, you know, a gerbil up uh, Mr. Slate's ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it goes into the whole thing where the gerbil has to crawl all the way through him just oh. to come out the other end. <laughs> to be able to survive. I hated that. I mean... <laughs> The episode was funny as fuck. Imagine the gerbil coming out of his penis. So, Zach, did the gerbil live? Yeah, he came out of him. Yeah, he had a family in there. The gerbil was pregnant. Oh, that's nice. Somebody listening is going to try that. There was Somebody like, listening to the show is going to try in that. The, in the you, episode, there was like, like ghost, like weird ghost thing that pops up in front of him that tells him how to do it. Oh, who the hell in their right mind does something like that? I don't know. It, it was uh, one of the episodes where Mr. Garrison uh, was acting gay and he it was one of his gay partners. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they do it for like kinky sexual shit or some shit. I don't think that they'd survive. I had a German Shepherd. I think, you know, he used to put the little gerbil in the little ball while you clean the cage. Long story short, gerbil got out. The German Shepherd put it, it ran into the German Shepherd's mouth. And he, the German Shepherd came into the bathroom and spit it out. And it soaked saliva. And, you know, it, it drowned. It didn't make it. Well, that's horrible. You gave your German car. Shepherd a gerbil? No. He ran oh, out. He escaped. Put it in his mouth. <laughs> spit it out in the bathroom. Dead in soil. And another guy in that in this hospital book tried to shove a snake up his partner's ass. A snake? A snake. <laughs> frozen imagine? or unfrozen? No, he was alive. Can you imagine you're with your gay partner and you turn to me and say, Honey, honey, would you please grease my ass and shove that nice python up my asshole? Hey, can you imagine actually, sitting, on the, can you imagine sitting on the toilet neck? Comes up and bites you in the ass. <laughs> well, that that's happened before. There, there has been snakes come through sewer systems and you're right. Come out yeah. of people's toilets and shit. I worked at one. Also, uh, also they go lizards shit. have done that too. Rats too. Rats have come through the sewers. Yep. Through the toilet. The way out. Yeah. Well, hey, that scares me when I take a shit. Oh. I always feel like something's gonna bite me in the ass. You know what you do? Tape a piece of cheese on your ass and they won't. <laughs> no, actually, no. If you tape a piece of cheese on your ass, then the mice, the mice might come after it. <laughs> a rat may come after can you imagine? Can you imagine someone scrolling through Podbean and they say, oh, it's health questions. Because I, I registered on the health section. And they click on and they hear Zach saying, can you, can you imagine me taking a shit and a, and a rabbit jumps in my asshole? Hey, hey, hey Felix. Hey, hey Felix. Yeah. yeah. The, that guy that put the snake up the other guy's ass, he probably was saying, hey, take care of my snake. No, I don't want to. If you don't, I'm going to shove it up your ass. <laughs> he probably said to his buddy, your penis is too tiny, so I need to snake up my ass. <laughs> I'm feeling that snake. In comes a 12-foot boa constrictor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. 
He, he was must so- have a needle for his penis. <laughs> the what? He must have a needle-sized penis. <laughs> Size of a needle. Look! Look at all the people we're having engaged in the show. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't drop out. We want to talk about health again. How about let's talk about famous doctors like Dr. Oz? I don't believe. Oh, God. I, don't even talk about him. I don't even believe he's a doctor. He was a personality, TV personality. Not That's my point. Not a doctor at all giving advice. <laughs> I don't know. A doctor on TV. <laughs> Do you know who? what doctor was better? Than, you know what doctor was better than Oz? Kevorkian. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, he helped people kill themselves. Yeah. yeah he did. What was the name of that TV doctor back in the 60s, uh, Wop? <laughs> What? What was I the name of that? Of that doctor back in the in the sixties on TV. He was a TV doctor. Yeah, well known actor that played him. I trust him over some doctors. Isn't Joe Biden's she, wife a doctor? No, she's a, she's a doctor of education. She has a, supposedly she has a master's degree right from now. somewhere. Joe Biden told me he was a doctor and he wanted to check my pussy. I can't can't even do that high pitched voice right now because my voice is a little fucked at the moment. Wasn't it the TV doctor Kincaid? Wasn't that his name? I'll come back. Wasn't it Kincaid, the the TV actor? Dr. Kildare. Dr. Welbley from the early 60s. Yes, Dr. Weldley. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he was a cum guzzler. <laughs> exactly. He, well, he was a rich one anyway. He was worth a lot of money. Sure. Yeah, he was. Cum guzzler, and then he sticks money up his butt. Yep. But to your point, people probably took whatever. A whole was roll of nickels up his ass. Nickels and then then quarters and then half dollars. I'll <laughs> change. He's a nice guy. He rides around in a good and, humor. And the, the half dollars uh, felt like a cock in his ass. <laughs> now, he goes, "Yeah, my ass is dragging." I was up all night sticking half dollars up my ass. I'll never forget when I went to my doctor and he says, now I got to give you a test to see if you have prostate cancer. So drop your drawers and bend over oh the my table. God. Really? So yeah. I, turned, I turned and looked at him and I said, doc, I better not see both hands on that table when I feel your finger going up my ass. Okay. <laughs> I got a good story for you on that one. <laughs> seriously, seriously. What is we, it? We had, we were doing sick on the aid station one after or one morning, and this one guy came in and he had to have his his annual prostate exam. Yeah. And and uh, well, when you're jumping, you have to do that because they want to make sure they're not damaging you from the egg on the the harness that you parachute in. <laughs> so he's in there with the with the PA, and uh, this one guy walks in. He's one of the the, the medics. He walks in and he sees him giving this prostate exam so he takes and puts his right arm or right hand on the guy's shoulder while while the PA's got his finger up his ass and this guy took off like a rocket (laughs) (laughs) I bet he laughed about that for a week man (laughs) oh that's wild I feel like 
Yeah. Can you imagine some kid turns on the show and you're like, and goes, look, mommy, look what they're talking about. Fingers up the ass. Yes. Speaking of prostate exams, these trans guys going in for their oh. annual pap smear are going to have to be get that bad notice of, hey, uh, next month you got to come in for your prostate exam. <laughs> and they'll love it, too. And yet, then the then the guy goes, fill the finger in the ass, going, oh, hi, daddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll be calling Poppy. Oh, Poppy, yeah, good one. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Poppy. Is are you so biting? <laughs> 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 Prostate exam doctors usually have the largest fingers of everybody in the hospital, too. Oh, damn. Okay, you guys will love that. Yeah. <laughs> they love, I think they love doing that, shoving their finger up a guy's oh. ass. Okay. You have to be if you want to be a urologist. <laughs> Felix, can you imagine if LGBTQ came in here right now? I don't think they would. <laughs> they'd, be, they'd be all up in arms right now. Oh man, that would be funny as hell. They'd be sending in all kinds of messages to pod people. Call me a homo. Well, that's in their LBGXYZ, anyhow. They like being called gay, queer, homo, and something else. Yeah, and then, then they turn around and say it's offensive. I think they should put CG in there, cum guzzler. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you know what I call it? What? LGBTQ. <laughs> What's that? I just call them wide receivers. Hey, it, so that means it stands for LGBTQ bullshit. You know what? I loved. I watched this thing before we get Eric up in here. I watched this thing on TikTok. I I laughed my ass off. There was this. There was this guy. He opened up his coat and he had these little cups that looked like like ice cream. He would stop people in the street and he says, would you want to try my new dessert? No. He said, it's it's all natural. No. So the guy would get a spoon. He'd lick it. <laughs> wow, this tastes good. On, he stop. goes, what is it? No. He goes, I told you it was natural. It's cum. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you should see their face. Holy shit. One guy goes, are you fucking kidding me, motherfucker? You you let me taste your cum? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what's happening before we get kicked out in the Podbean world? Since it's the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, um, the old man's podcast show will not be doing the the Tom After Dark show tonight, but that'll return next Friday. But, but not to worry, the old man's podcast show will be back next be back Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time with an all-new show. But tomorrow night at uh -huh. 9 p.m. Eastern time, you've got the Beans and Weenie show with Scooter, Spanky, and Jester if you really want some good comedy to laugh at. And you've also, um, I don't know if Underground Shuffle is doing a show show tonight, um, but I'm sure you'll still see like the other friends doing chill shows like Bella Forever and... Um, you know, and Russ doing the outside normal podcast, and and yep. and a, you know, and like crazy with a K, and 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 a, and a few other great friends. Um, the Ralph William podcast is usually on mornings, like 
as early as 6 a.m. Eastern time. Um, then, of course, be on lookout should Brett and Scott fire up the Pulse Headline News shows and their Wednesday Night Variety show next week. And then next Wednesday, of course, you've got the um, the Potluck Podcast Comedy Show and the Slacker 82 Alpha. And then you've also got Caps doing his chill show. And you've also got the Frankie D show on Tuesday. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, and Andy Schechter, like, doing, like, his politically incorrect show, thir- yeah. like, by bi-weekly every Thursday starting starting next Thursday coming up and um, you know and be on lookout for, for many more fr- friends and independent content creators to fire up and put together new content and, and more alright that's good well listen if you're new to the show follow us hit that follow button we're on every Friday 7pm Eastern time. Eastern time. For me, it's 6 p.m. <laughs> well, yeah, he's ahead. For me, it's no, five. I'm behind. behind. I'm one hour behind you. Uh-oh. Why couldn't you guys have snow? I, I, snow that I'm us. two hours behind. Guys, for me right now, it's 6.57. Right. Well, and what's the temperature there, Zach? Well, let's see. Oh, wrong one. Shit. I hate to ask a raccoon what the temperature is. Raccoon, if you had snow it's yet, 37 right now. Oh, What's raccoon's cold? temperature there? Uh, it's it about like 18. 30. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. Holy shit. It was like 42, 42 degrees today, and I was freezing. Right now, we're having a nice winter. Last year, this time, it was like uh, 10 below. Oh, no. Well, the woolly caterpillar. Yeah. Uh, predicting a, a, a normal winter this year. We had also had a very uh, snowless winter yeah. last year. It was very warm. Yeah, you know what? Are- when it gets when it gets that cold, <laughs> yeah. my little my little thing down below just wants to go in, up inside my body. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got to put on your long underwear, man. Yeah, just for the weather. We're feeling toasty with our new furnace and our new uh, hot water heater. Oh man! And our new uh, air conditioner. Yeah, it, it doesn't hey. really matter what I wear; it just still goes upside up inside me. <laughs> you need to drink something warm. You need a hot like, drink. Oh fuck it! <laughs> you need to run around in your day gone shorts and flip flops when the weather turns different. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Hey, raccoon! Hey. Do you have a diesel car? Oh hell no. Diesel. How diesel? Did, will it start in that cold weather? I don't have a diesel. I don't have anything diesel uh, except for hell no. lamps that kerosene. We have we have a uh, like a, a front loader skid steer, and uh, it's diesel. And when it drops like like twenty something degrees, damn uh, thing don't hardly want to stay on when I start it. You have to have the heaters for it. I mean, you know, I don't know why oh, people the, who are in a, a, a weird climate where it gets below freezing it don't have block heaters and don't add diesel additive to it. Because we that, have people come up to move up here. Actually, our skid steer does can't have go a nowhere because their day going cars are frozen solid. Oh, our skid steer does have a heater to it. It's called a glow plug. Yeah. But but no, I'm yeah, talking about when a block you, when heater you turn that the, keeps the oil when, warm. When you turn the key, it'll count down, and you have to wait for it to count down, and it'll, then it'll beep. After yeah. the beep, you can start it. I'm shocked it's that cold. Yeah, but part of the problem with the diesel is the oil gets so damn cold that it doesn't want to because 
most people aren't using the, the right oil viscosity for the weather. I'm summertime sorry. it runs great and wintertime it runs like crap because the, the oil has to sit there and warm up with the with the, the engine heat. Yeah, it gets thick, right? Yeah, it gets thick. I mean you you put forty or sixty or whatever the hell you're putting in whatever equipment it is, you have to put a block heater on it or you gotta sit around and wait for it to warm up. Yeah. And, you know, let it run and burn up diesel and but you here you have to add the uh, antifreeze fuel concentrates to it. You got to put it on a block heater if you want. Like you're getting up and work in the morning. Oh, you don't have to go out there a half an hour ahead of time and turn on the damn truck to get anywhere. And the oil's getting but expensive here, now too with the uh, inflation. Yeah, yeah, but here, here where I'm at, it's nothing to get minus twenty here. Oh God. Oh. Yeah, oh, and you have to have that stuff here, or you ain't going nowhere. You know, yeah. Unless you park it in the garage uh, and it's heated, that yeah. damn thing's gonna start like junk in the morning, and you're gonna sit there and eat breakfast while the truck's still running, trying to warm up. I always worry when it's and then it goes half your tank right there. I yeah. always make start my a car in the cold because I don't uh, garage it. That's gonna be a cat, you know, curled up and being warm against the engine. That, that happened to me once. Just drive the cat to the Chinese restaurant. They'll no, take care of him. It's just horrible. The cat died. <laughs> it's really bad. All right, people. Follow us. Follow. Hit the follow button. Like I said, we're on every Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Not standard. Well, the standard. Mm. Anyway. Just remember, Felix, I didn't Epstein myself. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach. Joe Biden. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's everything. Don't forget that. And if you do, Friday. don't name it after me. Here you go, Felix. That's Joe Biden. That That's Fuck a good Joe song. Biden. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> All right, people. I'm going to take you out. <laughs> I can't hardly do my high-pitched voice right now. I'm sad. Oh, he's in, in Nantucket right now. Hobnobbing with the He should fucking stay there. Nantucket is. Fuck him. Be more elite. <laughs> Fuck him. No, this is no. He can stay there. He can stay there and go in a hole. That's it. <laughs> we don't need that weak son of a bitch. Man. We do not. And it get hot. I got a lot of. I got hairy legs. That turn, that I want is. Trump back because last time we had him back, we had everything low as fuck. He's going to win. Vote Trump. All right, people. Be safe. Have a great weekend. Don't drink and drive. Don't smoke and drive. Or smoke and drive. I'm going to go jump in the turkey's ass. <laughs> I'm out of here. Woo!
<laughs> He's sleeping. He's already in bed. He's sleeping. He's going to bed. It's 8 o'clock. Oh! Oh, mama. La, 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 la. Oh, mama. La, 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 la. Ciao, people. I'm out of here. Like, Doesn't Ann say something usually? Don't she say something usually? Go ahead. Keep hoping your heart. Not special. Thanks for being on the show. I'll see you next week. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. That's everything. Don't don't let Biden come near your hole. <laughs>